That's us live again. What about that? Multi multi cameras. That is incredible, James. You need it the whole way down from down Paddy in about 15 minutes. Sorry. Okay, long speed record. Just run through smash. Hello everyone. Hello everybody, how are we going? I hope I hope you're all well. I am just saying I'm going live here on the on the interwebs. James, you talk away there. <laughs> so do we need to make introductions? I think that's the best way to start. Do you think nobody knows us? I think not everybody doesn't know us. Well, Okay. Not, yet. Yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We'll know us by tonight. So, we are... Mr. Mark. Start, no. start with you. Tell us about you. I was going to say we're Quadra Knowledge, but there we go. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I am James Perry, um, for those who don't know me. And, how would you describe me? Accountant, and lots of other stuff on the side. Um, and, doing different bits and pieces. And we're going to be talking tonight about branding, networking, um, and other stuff. Podcasts. And Steve, yeah, so tons of stuff on the go. That's what we're going to be talking about. Absolutely. So that's my brief introduction. What about you, Martin? I'm Martin Gilchrist. Gilchrist and co-chartered accountants. And you know what? I'm pretty excited to be here tonight, James, because we have got a lot of stuff to talk yeah, about. We have, actually. What is going on this week? I tell you what, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we have to start at the beginning. We have to start. At okay, the you start. You start at the beginning with your story. Okay. Um, what happened in your week, Martin? Well, if we j we'll just talk about the branding initially. Okay, right. let's go branding. So, what is branding? Branding is a story. Mm -hmm. a story about what you do, why you do it, who you do it for. Yes. Do you remember that from my talk? I certainly did. One big thing that I did remember about what you said about personal brand. What was your quote about personal branding? Personal branding is what other people say about you when you're not there. And I have never ever forgotten that. Is that right? Nope. I think it's amazing. And to build a personal brand, I think you have to do what we're doing. You have to get out there. Yeah. You have to get out there and you know put your neck out in the line and be prepared to, you know, for you know, people might be looking at this and they're saying, look at these two, Rodge and Podge, would you say? What are they up to? Who's who? Are you, are you <laughs> Podge or my Roger? Whatever. Or up and back? Oh, no, no, let's go Podge and Roger. Podge and Roger. People might be looking at us like, what are these two at? You know, Martin's uh, a partner in a chartered accountancy practice. James is a qualified chartered accountant. God knows what he wants to do. First in his accountancy degree, his own exam motivation business, exam coaching business. What are they doing doing this video? But the point is, you know what, we're we're building profiles. Yes. We're enabling people to get to know us, to get to see what our, what our personalities are like, um, the stuff that we're interested in. <laughs> right. Whenever you're talking about personal brands and the stuff you're interested in, what exactly do you mean, Martin? A personal brand is a story that people can understand so that they can get whether you're relevant to them or not. Mm. That's what I think a personal brand is. What do you think a personal brand is? Now, as someone who didn't know what a personal brand was until a year ago, and I've said this to you before, where if it wasn't for your advice a year ago, nearly a year, actually probably a year ago to the day or the week or whatever, I didn't even know what a personal brand was. And to take your advice and exactly what you've said is to take that chance and to take that risk. Go and put yourself out there. The event, the first event that I'd done um, was a massive thing. So... You're quite right in terms of what people say about you. 
the way you conduct yourself, the way you hold yourself is a very key thing to your personal life. And it's, in essence, I think it's it's all to do with your reputation. Would that be fair? I think that's right. I'm going to try and turn this sound up, by the way. Apparently people are thinking it's very low. I'll so talk louder. You talk louder. We'll both, we'll both talk louder. We'll both shout. We'll both use our big manly voices. We'll both shout. <laughs> um, another thing about a personal brand, I think, is a personal brand is a bit like a man on an island. There's no such thing. Um, no man is an island. No, is what I'm trying to get the point at. And you can't build a personal brand all by yourself. I think there's an awful lot about a personal brand that also revolves around the idea of the people that you're associated with. So your credibility is derived from the people that believe you are credible. The people that will hang out with you, the people that will give you time, yeah. the people that will speak positively about you when you're not there. You have said a fantastic thing. It's to evangelize you. Not be right, you say that on a number of occasions. Yeah. I think that's a fairly great way of describing it. Is who who are going to be your biggest advocates, and who's going to sing your name from the rooftops in terms of promoting, not just your business but you as a person? Because one thing I'm learning is that because people buy from people, and the trust that's now involved, maybe because of the financial crisis where people now trust every pound with a certain individual, um, you want people to spread the word who you and what a good person you are and, and that sort of stuff. So maybe that is the personal brand. It's not a logo. It's not a strap line. It's not, well, yes, that is part of the brand, but a personal brand is you and how you can impact other people. Would that be fair? I think that's right. Mm. So, I think, stuff. so if that's what a personal brand is, the question is, why are we doing this? Why have James and I come out in the middle of the night, have left my good lady wife at home, you've traveled all the way down from South Paddock, it's mm -hmm. a, like a 50 mile round journey, you've gone so we down in Farset Labs tonight for the super fast Wi-Fi and for the, quiet venue in which we can do this. Why why are we why are we doing that? Why what what's the reason for that? Well the first thing that is I love doing this. I love the crack of this here. It's good fun. It is really, really good crack. And to be honest with you, I'd be selfish about it. If it's building my brand, certainly I do it. If it's helping you build your brand, Martin I'd certainly do it. And if somebody gets any bit of help from anything that we say, there will be one bit of advice or twenty bits of advice, hey, that's that's good for me. Um and do you know the other reason why I do this? Because a year ago I never thought I'd ever do anything like this. So therefore I think um, just doing something that I've never done before. It's also, I think there's an element of, do you want, there's lots of people out there that don't know who you are, mm. right? Don't know who I am. They don't know who you are. The people at home, they don't know who you are either. And the thing is you never know who it is that's going to be that important connection. The first time I met you, James, I could never have known that a year later we would have done about five or six of these live broadcasts. Yeah, yeah. We would have held um, two events together because I helped you with your World Germination yeah. event. Yeah. You came down and you helped me with the team. There was nine of us at the BMM3 yeah. event. I was down at your, what was your second thing? The uh, mental makeup event. Now, when we first met, our very first conversation up in, was it East Park? It was, met? yeah. And we were introduced by um, ben, ben Matthews. Ben Matthews. I had no idea. That, that this would result in us working together on so many things that have brought so much benefit to the two of us. But the crazy thing, Martin, we turned around and you said, I'm an accountant, and I'm, a, well, I'm an accountant as well. Mm -hmm. And for most accountants, that would finish. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that would be it. But the personal <laughs> bit of the connection and the, now the mutual benefits with everything has been absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. So if there's anybody, by the way, folks, ask as many questions as possible, please, on the live feed, and we will get to them intermittently or or hopefully at the very end 
um, of, of this. So fire away as many questions as possible and we'll try and get our, uh, our views across on those. And even if you don't have a question, just say hi. Or um, if you have a, a Facebook page that you want to share that's related to business or podcasting or branding or marketing or um, if you have a website, do you know what? That's what the feed's for. There's people that are here, the, the reason people are watching this tonight is because they're interested in business. Yeah, they're interested in the things that we're interested in. They're genuinely passionate. So get your stuff on the feed there and uh, it'll benefit us all. The more the more that's going on, the better off, better off the we're all going to be. So how did the week start off for you? What did I say to you about 10 minutes ago? I can't believe it's Thursday already. <laughs> the first <laughs> thing, the thing that you said to me actually, I turned around and said, how was your week? And you went, it's brilliant. Now, or it was brilliant. How many people can genuinely actually say that? If you say that to most people, they'll go, ah, it was all right. You yeah. turned around and went, it was brilliant. Yeah. And it's that bit of optimism, which I think is absolutely great. So why was it so brilliant? Well, um, last week, I was with a wonderful man called um, Barry Phillips. Barry Phillips is the founder of a business called Legal Island. It's a very successful legal training business, but Barry has a, a wider interest. He's, he's interested in making this part of the world better. And he wants to get positive stories out, in, out about Northern Ireland, about all the great stuff that people like you, James, are doing like people that are watching us tonight are doing, you know, people are actually going out there and moving stuff and shaking stuff <laughs> and, and trying to make the, pl the place better. And Barry invited me up for a podcast to sit down and to chat for um, half an hour or so about what I'm doing. Now, I was completely chuffed. Yeah. I was completely yeah. flattered. I'll tell you why. Not only because he asked me, but I looked at the podcast that we've done previously, and it's in the feed as well. I've sort of we link through to, and um, you're, you're getting a special preview of my podcast. It actually gets launched in another month. But the the other people that he has interviewed would include Gavin Wall, founder of the Wall Group, fantastic business. I think he's about ten shops now. He's going to be doubling the number of shops. Yep. A great advocate for North Belfast. A great guy himself. Very very interesting story. Go and check out his podcast. Definitely, he really, really does. It's an amazing story. I know, I know, I'm a better man. Yeah, the sacrifices that guy's oh. made and the courage he's shown, it's, it's incredible. He's, he's an inspiration. I, I literally could not do what he's done. I think I would have melted. Oh, and we, 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 we spoke about that before. Years ago. Um, the, the, the risks and, and the experiences that Gavin has had. It's a special type of person to go through that. Yeah, but we need people like that. Oh, without a doubt. We, we need heroes doubt. to stand up and fight the good fight. Don't so he very, would, very poetic, Martin. <laughs> I should write a book. Uh, well, you here. <laughs> by the way, I have to hold you accountable to that this That's year. Right. Do you know how much I've written on my book? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you can see what a good job I've done in making you accountable. So <laughs> we're starting tomorrow. We're starting okay, tomorrow. Okay. Um, yes. So Gavin Wall, um, Tina McKenzie. Mm -hmm. Do you remember NI Twenty One? And there was the two guys and the woman, the, the political party. Oh yeah. And they were trying to be cross political. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Just break the cycle that we have here in Northern Ireland. And you know what? There was a lot of young people got involved with that party, and you know what? At the core of it, they were doing a good, they were doing a good thing, but unfortunately, the thing, for whatever reasons, it just didn't work out for them. But Tina has gone on, and she was a very successful businesswoman before that, and she has gone from strength to strength. Mm -hmm. And just the grit that that lady has shown to be able to pick herself up, pick herself up from something that, that was so difficult, and and I don't know, 
catastrophic is the right word, but you know, she, something in her life that just didn't go as planned. Yeah. And she picked herself up and, and has gone, gone on to do something um, incredible in business. That, that she, like, she was brilliant. There was the, um, I know the terribly the day I forgot, I, I remember he's the head of the CBI in Northern Ireland, was interviewed. And Sherry, you know Sherry? Atkinson. Sherry Atkinson. I'm meeting her next week for coffee. I haven't met her yet, but um, yeah, her story just seems phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I'll probably do that next, next week. I met Sherry um, four or five years ago. I think she might have still been a student at the time, and somebody had recommended that she have a word with her. Mm-hmm. And we went down to the market. The market wasn't very new at the time. We sat down, we had a coffee, and she told me about her ideas. And I, I gave her whatever feedback I did. I don't think I ever really told her anything of much benefit, but she was very gracious, and she thanked me very much. Um, last year, it was the Davos thing. Big, yeah, I was not, but yeah, I remember a lot. Oh. Big, big international conference, and Sherry was on the um, panel sitting up on the stage. There was like 300 people in the audience, a, a very prestigious event. And I was in the audience, and they asked, did anybody have any questions? I had a question. <laughs> was it the first one? <laughs> it was the first question. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I stuck up my hand, and I asked my first question. Now, it wasn't directed at Sherry. And I didn't think she would know me by it, but she would never know it. And would you believe it, Sherry, when it came right to her, she said, Martin, I know you. I know you. You spoke to me. And she brought up the story again about the time I met her down the back. And she thanked me. And she's in front of all these. And that was your advocacy. That was an advocacy for you. Yes. An evangelization of you. Yes. All because of your personal brand. Yes, absolutely right. Personal brand. But that's also the type of people that are in the podcast yeah, that, yeah. Are, that are going up tonight. So that, yeah. that's personal. That's personal brand. So that's that's my story from the start of the week. The Barry Phillips, the, the, the podcast, being involved in the same sort of project that they have all been involved in. Really happy about that. Tell me a little bit about your personal branding. Oh, So my personal branding journey was that this time last year, I never thought I had a personal brand. I thought the brand was literally just the coaching business that I had. Um, being a business brand, and then the other company that I have, which is which is now launched, called Elevate Accounting Tuition. Again, um, I thought that was a brand. But what has happened, Martin? Again, taking your advice last year, um, that the bit of advice that you said to me to go out there and actually take the chance, run an event, put on quality speakers and do that on a consistent basis and go and meet people on a consistent basis has developed my personal brand and it's really, really rocketed probably from the start of the year. Um, and it's now got to the stage where if you're somewhere, people might come around and say, are you James off the internet? Which is a bit crazy and a bit surreal. And... I suppose a lot of it's coming from the content I'm putting out in the exam coaching front. And I am being consistent in that content and trying to add as much value as possible. But what I'm now seeing is that James Perry himself is becoming a brand. So taking it out of the, of the exam coaching. And the exciting bit that I've been looking at this week is that the James Perry exam coaching brand splitting into two. So the accountancy bit is going to be called something the accounting personal trainer, the accounting PT, something like that. That's going to be a standalone product um, with videos, podcasts, blogs, ebooks, etc. And that's going to be in the process being developed. But then there's this James Perry, whoever this is, mm-hmm. 
and that's where I've seen my personal brand split into two and now I've got this thing. Now, the thing that I don't know about is what James Perry actually is mm. and that's the transitional bit that I'm in. So is that going to be public speaker, talking in schools, networking, um, the Facebook lives with small business, advocating small business. I don't know where that's Jim going. Perry TV. JPTV potentially. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some sort of. I think of, that's a brilliant idea. I, I'm trying I to think of some. Videos. Yeah, doing more videos up until I sleep down or wherever else. Mm-hmm. So that's where my personal brand, that's where the journey's going, and that's what was happening this week. So mine okay. was actually very, very exciting start of the week. So before we move on to the personal brand, there's a, has been a couple of questions that's come through. We've only interrupted the flow of each section mm-hmm. of the conversation, right, but right. I think we've got enough on the personal brand thing. Um, and there's a couple of questions coming in. And the first one I'm going to pick on is Karen Finley. Now, Karen Finley, we know from this morning. I'm yes. not sure if you've met her yet. No, no not, not this time. Lovely, lovely woman. She's from, from, from Northern Ireland. She's now living over in the US. And I get to see her, at least see her profile. And I've had the opportunity to speak to her. And, and Michelle's actually had a one-to-one with her okay. this morning, one-to-one with her. And she asked the question, gentlemen, she must be talking to Peter or something like that. <laughs> she starts to, gentlemen, may I ask, approximately how long did it take you to build a successful and sustainable brand. One for biz, two for personal brand. Hmm. Well, you've just started. Well, me, business-wise, this James Perry exam coaching grew from a hobby, mm-hmm. which was just helping any students I knew through their accountancy exams. Um, and then I built on that. And over the last two years, I think I've got something like 4,000 followers on LinkedIn globally, wow. which has been phenomenal. But the personal brand, it's actually came out to say from the start of the year. Yeah. Um, and the public speaking and all that sort of stuff is just, I would say that the, the, the growth in the Bismarine group has actually coincided very well with how my personal brands developed. Yeah. So two years for the business element and a number of months for personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have You're to much say. more established, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gilchrist. <laughs> well, I've been about longer. I'm much older. <laughs> So that's a, I've got the advantage of age. Um, I suppose I started building a personal brand for the moment. We started building Gilchrist and Poole and Michelle and I started building Gilchrist and Poole together. And it wasn't through any sort of knowledge of what branding was or what personal branding was or anything like that. Basically, we started the practice with no facts. You know, we started from scratch. It wasn't that we cut a dollar standing neck and cut out a, a portfolio of clients and brought them with us. We started the practice with no facts. Yeah. Now, how do you get clients if you have none? You have to go out one by one yeah. and win them individually. But if I came to you, or you, and you're a complete stranger, and I went up and stuck out my hand and said, how you doing? I'm Martin Gilchrist, Gilchrist and co-chartered accountants. And you know what? We're the best possible accountants you could ever have. We know everything about tax that you're ever going to need us to know. We know everything about saving you money. We know, we're, we're going to bring your... You wouldn't believe a word of it. You would... You would, you would because every firm says that. Every firm says that. Yep. What you have to do, or what we have to do, is try and find a way that you can get to know us as people. Because we're a small business, and the businesses we are dealing with, I'm not dealing with, like, um, I'm, not, I'm not selling services to Google, or to Marks and Spencers, or to the big, I, I don't know, Ashton Glover, or, or companies like that there. I'm selling to the, the mum and dad businesses, to the, the wee shopkeeper that's just started up, to the web developer that's just come out of university. Those are the people that are going to be our clients. And they've got so many other accountants that we could pick from. Yeah, yeah. 
The only reason they're going to pick up from us is if they genuinely believe, and this is very important, that I'm going to be on their side, that Michelle and I will do our damnedest to keep ourselves professional, keep our services up to date, keep our fees reasonable, and fight their fights. But one thing that you have, and this is where I'm very, you know, I, I take my hat off to you, coming from Grant Thornton, right, where I worked for 10 years, where the onus on me was to get as many clients in the door as possible, right? And that's what it was, fees, 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 fees. You have got your niche, and you have got, okay, we've got a set amount of clients, but we're going to give them the best personal delivery mm-hmm. of your services, which is very, that goes against the grain of currency practice, of currency. Mm. It does. Most firms want to grow, grow, grow. Certainly you've got growth and you want growth, but you give, because you've got this client base, which is very, very invested in you, you and Michelle, mm-hmm. you provide them such value because of that. It's because of your business model. Yeah. And I think part of the reason, and this is very important to your personal brand as well, um, in my view, your personal brand has to be genuinely wrapped up in the type of person that you are. Yeah, you, you and me are different yeah. people. Yeah. You know, we both came from a currency type background. I'm, I'm still in the currency in practice. You were um, a public sector or civil service accountant doing very well. You were climbing that ladder of the Robert Red Knobs. But we, we both come from at it from different directions because we're different people. I think I, I admire your focus and you know you got through those exams. You came out with a first in your in your degree. You're very focused on helping other people mm. achieve their goals. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I'm a different person. My my, my approach is more um, conversation. It's not for me to help other people achieve their goals. What I like doing is just getting the stuff done for the people. Mm-hmm. Clients come to us. I'm not there motivating them. Let's get out there and be better and change the world. What I'm doing is I'm taking our problems away. So you have to know in your personal brand what it is that you actually want because otherwise that personal brand won't be sincere, I think. That's very interesting because that's where my personal brand, the James Perry bit, is still on, on a work in progress because I still need to find actually the niche within that. Mm-hmm. I know I've got five areas that I want to look at, mm-hmm. but how's that all going to come together? So that's very interesting how that's going to come through. Um, the other thing that happened to me this week is that, well, it'll be coming through on Sunday. Is that I done a I done was on a broadcast as well. This is the podcasting bit. This is the podcasting bit of our show. Yo. So yeah, so it will be coming <laughs> out on Sunday. There's so, any jokes. There's, oh, there's always jokes with me. I do. There's really good. And there's always a, there's always a, a few stories with me. It was so, an Irish film you were talking about. Yeah. So a guy called Andrew Cod, and how this came about was absolutely mind blowing. And maybe Cotton. for Frank's sake, Martin, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did. Okay, we'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll personal <laughs> brand. This is actually where the, the impact of the personal brand came in actually on LinkedIn. So there was a guy who's got oh, tens of thousands of followers on LinkedIn, and he put me and this guy from Cork on the top 20 finance influencers in LinkedIn for 2018, which absolutely blew me apart. How did he get you? I don't have a clue. Okay. I do not have a notion. But, um, so this guy, Andrew Codd, he's from Clonacilty in Cork, contacted me and went, James, I run this podcasting show and it goes around 94 countries in the world. I just don't <laughs> want you to be on it. So six weeks ago, he contacted me and we had a podcast. 
and he sent me the final one yesterday and it's about to go it's actually live now but i'm going to really announce it on sunday okay good will the viewers here be able to get an early preview no i'm not i'm not as organized as you mr gilchrist but you can do it after the show yeah okay i'll put it up early preview guys <laughs> put you an early preview an early preview of the james perry podcast yeah. it's going to 94 countries and you guys are getting to see it first what about that and it's you do not, you do not. So there you go. What, so what about that? You've got Mr. Gilchrist on the our podcast. You've got the free, uh, the, the the early previews and both. In relation to your podcast, give me, tell me very very briefly. Yep. Um, five points that you covered in the podcast. Okay. Five, the five points that popped into your mind. Um, the advice, two bits of advice I would give my twenty year old self. Um, two books that I recommend to people. Why I'm passionate about helping other people. My journey to become an exam coach, which a term that never really ever existed. So how the hell did I make that up? And another one is some success stories from my accountancy students. Oh, okay. Some of some of them real success stories. There's five. There's there's if you actually go onto the podcast, it's S T I'm sorry, S I T N show or something like that. You'll see it in the Post and we're going to share the link. We're going to share the link. But what happens is this guy has put a timestamp of certain topics. So say we covered twelve topics, you can go to each one and tell you the time to click on to. So if you are interested in a couple of bits, yeah, look at look at that. And I'm going to tell you a little bit now about my podcast, which you will. It's already in the feed. You can go and check it out. If you want to listen, to it. as a matter of fact, if you can. Do go and listen to it because I'm trying to catch up with Mr. Gavin Roth. He's already got 672 listeners. I've got 50 or something. So I, I, I need a little bit of help here. Go and tell your friends. Go and share up your family. Tell strangers in the street to click onto the Martin Gilchrist podcast. Otherwise, because I'm eating. And I actually listened to both of them today. So I listened to three. I listened to my own. Uh-huh. I made sure it was any good. I listened to Gavin. I listened to yourselves. And Gavin's was fantastic. But yours was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Incredibly personal. Thank you very much. I'm very, very entertaining. I know you crack the odd joke too, you know. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a like let's see now, what did I talk about? Just just to give you a, a taster for for where we went. Um so the first thing we talked about was um use of social media. Mm, why 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 do like I'm I'm a forty three year old man, I should know better by now than beyond this social media nonsense. But I've been using it now for 10 years, and, and why? And then the conversation went on to it, because um, Barry, Barry has a, a way of asking the questions that bring out the answers. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if social media is a distraction. And it's a very good question. Because when you come out, when you go out to an event and there's a very good speaker talking and you're using your Twitter and you're, you're trying to um, live feed, and all, is that a distraction? Does it take you away from what you should be doing at the event? Oh, yeah, that was a the TEDx event you were at. Yes. Yes, he mentioned that. And I was going, you were TEDx and you were on Facebook Live? Yeah. And you weren't listening to it? Yeah. Um, I was listening. No, I don't think, because the, the, the bit of your story was you were helping a friend who was actually speaking. Mm-hmm. So I don't see that as a distraction because you were actually helping the person out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing we looked at was asking the first question. You're the master of that, man. Yeah. I, I don't know how I get away with it. Neither do I. Like, I, if I if I was holding an event and I see me coming in, there's that guy that always asks the first question. Just just ignore him. <laughs> but you know what probably does happen that every event comes in. 
Everybody takes a big gasp breath and just holds it until you ask the first question. And then like, they start asking. Yeah. I don't, um, for anybody who doesn't know what the crack is, um, I have this this idea in my head that if there's 200 people in the room, you don't get to talk to much. You know, there's no way you can get to talk to many folks. But there may be people in the room that want to talk to me. People that have seen my profile or haven't seen me in a couple of years, whatever the case may be. And if they knew I was there, they'd come over and say hello. Yeah. If you get the opportunity to ask a question in a room like that, so the panel or the, the host says, does anybody have any questions? Stick up your hand. If they pick you, stand up. The reason for standing up is that everybody gets to see you before you speak. Take a breath and then say your name. So in my case, I'm Martin Gilchrist. Say where you're from. Mm -hmm. I'm from Gilchrist and Co. And then couch the question in what it is that you're all about. So in my case, I will always couch the question in something to do with small business, entrepreneurship, and creative industries, something like that. That shows how you're relevant. But what it also does, even if it doesn't, people aren't interested generally in the question they've asked or if they are, everybody in the room gets to see you. They've all seen your face, they've all heard your name, they've all heard where you're from. And I bet you, if you try that, somebody will come over and say hello afterwards. It always happens. Do you know how ingenious that actually is, right? I remember a couple of years ago, I spent a fortune on business cards. You know where I'm going with this. And you turn around, and you turn around, I've never had a business card in my life. And I went, what? You're an accountant? You're supposed <laughs> to carry a deck with them and sort of deal them out. But what you've just said is your business card. Going and answering the first, asking the first question is your business card because it makes you memorable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by you taking that approach of saying your name, where you're from, and advocating what you're about, people will remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, much more hard-hitting than any business card would, because what invariably happens with a business card, it gets stuck in the back pocket, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got so I think, business cards. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a brilliant way of doing it. Yeah, well, brilliant way of doing it. And finally, we, we, we talked about other stuff, like, but one of, one of my favorite conversations was, how do you switch off? And um, in our business, Michelle and I, our business is what I describe as a livelihood. Now, what do I mean by livelihood? I mean that we live our business. Mm-hmm. You know, we know our clients well, we know their families, we know where they're coming from, we know where they're going to. In most instances, we've been many of our clients have been with us almost since the practice has started. Um, it's not that we start at nine o'clock and finish at five. You know, this is what done. Now this is I know it's fun and good crack and all the rest, but here is half nine and on we're a Friday build, night. We're trying to build our personal brands. And we're 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 building our personal brands. Yeah. I, I would sit here and have a conversation with you just for the crack, but we're broadcasting it live. And the reason for broadcasting it live is so that anybody who's watching this can get a feel for who we are. You know, that's the sort of business Michelle and I, Michelle and I live. And the very good question that Barry asked in the interview was, um, how do you shut off? Because that would exhaust you after a while. And is that shut off from social media or is that shut off as in from the, the, the goings on in your head about business? He asked it from the perspective of social media, but it went on to the, the going off on about business. So the point he was making was he made this point about he was at, he was at, at an event and there was a happy even sex worker at the event. And she had said that, look, don't half your experience, double it. And she said that if you're distracted by something, you're having your experience. So what social media does is it halves, it cuts your experience in half because rather than taking everything in, you're, you're losing something to being sitting in front of the screen. You're not hearing what's been said or you're not picking up on the nuances. So if you're in a park and you see a lovely dog, as the example was, you know, the fire game, 
take a moment and look at the dog and enjoy the dog Take the whole moment in. I know it's a, a silly example, but that's it. You, you get the gist of what he's talking about. And he said to me, can you do that? Just a bit like mindfulness type of Mindfulness. Mm. And I said, absolutely, I can do that. Absolutely, Michelle, I can do that. And you know how it is. You go to Castle Ward. We go to Castle Ward. We put the example I put. I did talk about Castle Ward. You're right, actually. You know me better than myself. Mm. I spoke about Castle, Castle Ward. Ward. Did. Castle Ward's one of the places. Michelle and I bought ourselves a wee camper van. That's right. A wee one. Two years ago. We saved up our shackles. Yeah. And we bought this thing. And it, it is, it's, it's an expensive luxury. But we don't smoke and we don't drink and we don't gamble. And, you know, I don't really go too far on holiday. So it's, it's the one little, one little luxury that we have. And uh, that's our shut off. See when we get into that and, and head off. Mm-hmm. We can spend a whole day. Literally, just a nice day parked up at Cleve Castle. You know Cleve Castle? Yep, I do. Isn't that a nice piece of It's lovely. We're standing by some toffee rocks over the seas. Yes, and absolutely. Yeah. Park up, get the awning out. There's a wee camp hills and stuff there. You can cook your lunch, go for a walk, come lovely. back, relax, read the paper. You know, literally spend a whole day just in each other's company, turned off from internet, from client calls, from all that busyness that goes on in your mind. And if you have a day like that, when you go back to work the next day, you are fully refreshed. And that, it was a conversation. So you, you, you have a, a conversation. So Barry Phillips podcast, what I'm talking about here. Um, you go in and you expect that interview to be about business and how do you build your business and how do you win your class and how do you do professional this and super duper that. What I loved about the interview and why I came out of the interview buzzing was because it was about everything yeah. that, that yeah. makes Michelle and I who we are why we do it, the type of clients we work with, why we work with them, and the approach that we actually take. That's what made that podcast interesting. I think that's what made your podcast an interesting well. It wasn't just about accountancy. No, it was far from it. It was, it was, we talked a lot even about personal philosophies and business philosophy, and it was a lot of how even accountancy exams would progress your own career. Mm-hmm. So what learnings could you take from the process and actually you know, further on your career and talking about mindset and, you know, I'm very big into that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was hu- hugely interesting. Um, it was a great experience actually. And be something that, that maybe the whole James Perry brand might go into a bit of podcasting myself. Mm-hmm. It's just, why did the appetite for that? It was really, really interesting. And actually what was really good is because, because it is a podcast, you can listen to it in the car very, very easily. Yeah, or if you're out walking. Uh, or... Yeah, so it was very, it's very accessible that way. Um, right. Before yeah, I was going to say before we go on to the next element, I think what we're going to talk about next is events. Yeah. Because that's all part of the planning and the events that we've had over the course of the year. But before we do that, I'll just um, go down through. There's lots of people coming to see us. And there's a lot of questions. Too. Yeah, yeah. So um, James, do you want to work down through some of the questions and? Um, I look a few of them on. So, can Mr. Collie Graham? Oh. He's in Tullamore, but no Jew. Very good, Collie. Um, <laughs> Keith. Keith Truman was asking about how do we build, how do you build your personal brand? So hopefully there's a bit, a bit, a bit answer in that. And he listened to the podcast. Um, so that's excellent. Who else do we have? We have Anita. Anita Brown. Actually, that's the reason why I laughed whenever you were, were saying something, because Anita said, we've no need to insult Ant and Dec. <laughs> that's the reason why I laughed. <laughs> right, block. Where's the block button? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get um, that <laughs> Scott Cackett, nice to know about other businesses having an objective of helping startups and small business, um, which is brilliant. 
so that's great and Julianne Walker who actually had a chat to last weekend thanks for the chat Julianne <laughs> you two are some double act <laughs> which we are so thanks for that um, any more questions specifically on the personal brand on some of the things that came through in the podcasts and what we're going to come on to next which is our networking events we've attended in the last while and future bits and pieces please put them up on the wall yeah yeah because guys i know you'll be disappointed we can't sit here all night i'd love we're, to sit here all night but it is great crack yeah isn't it we've got like we're down in farset labs if you don't know farset labs it's a hacker space in belfast in the weavers court industrial estate founded by andrew bolster david kane and friends founded more than seven years ago now we had our fifth anniversary gilchrist and go party here and we just recently had our 10th anniversary so that's how long this place has been here and unlike me this place just gets better with age <laughs> every time i come in here it's a little bit better we have a comments here from doxy oh you got that yeah this so, is a brilliant one you two gents have to do a live from my canoe or boat this year <laughs> i'm that's a i'm definitely doing that that's amazing it's it's good to do do you know doctor i don't i love to Doc, meet him doctor's great crack he's a killer man he's local to me yeah he's killer oh. killer he's he's a viking he's one of those guys that he's got the viking right doctor you must know my dad there you go yeah he's, he probably does actually oh, well everybody does but uh, you must know we're on that boat he's he's an artist right and he's a poet and he's 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 an all-around good guy he has one of those big um, defender jeeps, you know, the like, like the, one yeah. of the, the classic ones, you know, yeah, big massive yeah. ones. And uh, any time during the winter and stuff, he's out there helping the helping the local, local communities. He's a good guy. And um, I'm just going to give a couple of shouts yep. out that come up on my wall here as well. So there's a guy called Tommy Gilchrist. Sounds familiar. <laughs> he's a cousin of mine. Right. Um, the two of us were born not. We're, there's not a year between us, and uh, you would know he was my cousin if you see him. We're, we both have a, a certain Gilchrist look to us. You, you would certainly know us. So, Tommy, I hope you're well. Um, Patricia Hamilton, Mel Kelly, Paul Patricia Goodchild. Hamilton? Patricia Hamilton was in my class in school. That's all right. She wasn't like me. Small world. Paul Goodchild. Um, Paul Goodchild used to be down here in Farsa Labs with me. He's moved on to bigger, better things. Lisa Johnson. Melissa Devlin. I know Melissa very well. Sure, she did the, the live. She did. She did from uh, my first event. Yes. Indeed. And we're going to go on and talk about that. Um, Michael Bradley, Gary D, Carl Truman. We know from Carl Truman the, the, from Dead Patrick, I think. Yeah, very close um, to me. Michelle yeah. Gilchrist. Who's Michelle Gilchrist? Lovely one. Very, I very heard, I heard, I heard she's the powerhouse <laughs> behind Gilchrist and Co. Yeah, everybody's heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness everybody's heard that. Otherwise, we'd be in trouble. It's Mabel O'Neill and Adam Moore, Daniel Darren, Paul Sweeney. You know, we'll, we'll move on to the next question because there's so many people coming through here. Stephen Ian, um, let's see here. Nathan Platt, and I'll just read out a couple of comments here. Nathan, so true. You never know who's going to open the door to new business opportunity. Keep an open mind as always. You never know what good fortune could come your way by simple networking. That is so true. Nathan. Completely. Thank you, thank you very much. I've learned the power of that, actually. And I do want to mention one more guy here called Tom Miller. I would consider Tom Miller as a mentor of mine. Um, many, many years ago, when I was back in my early 20s, I went to work for an organization called ASDON, and Tom was one of the directors there. And... Uh, you know what, I must have been the world's worst employee. <laughs> I don't know how the guy um, put up with me. I worked there for about a year. But um, he taught me some lessons in relation to the reality of business. Because at that time, I had just come out of um, working with Ledgy. I'd been in Ledgy for a couple of years before that, the predecessor to Invest NI. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably picked up some public sector bad habits. And uh, Tom put me back on the right track. So thank you very much, Tom. Um, it's great to see that you've joined us. And uh, the, the 
to. So let's move on, James. Let's talk about um, events. Yes. Okay. So we've had a couple of events over the course of the year. Um, I just think we should have a look at um, what what learnings you've taken out of it yeah. and what highlights. So the first event, I suppose, was, um, if we look back, it was way back in May 2017, and it was your, what is your motivation event? Yeah, which is my first um, event that I ever ran, and it was the brainchild of yourself, Martin. Well, you know, you give me the spark to take that on and actually organise this event. People have probably heard a lot about this one, but it was the warmest day of the year at that stage in May. It's, we uh, packed out upstairs in the Hog Bar, which is a very quirky um, location, but it was fantastic because people then stayed behind and had a couple of drinks and you know, it was really, really relaxed atmosphere. So we packed it out with about 50 odd people, which for my first event, I couldn't believe. We've done it for charity, so we've done it for the MS Society, which is a, a, a charity very, very close to my heart. We raised a few, few pounds for that. And we had three fantastic speakers. Mm -hmm. um, myself and you included. <laughs> yeah. The other one wasn't that. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Robert Herdman, if you're watching, uh, no, I'm not going to say it because he'll knock me out. But um, it was yeah, really, really good event. It, it was a really, really great event. And you pointed out this to me actually on the night, Martin, and we've said this before, is that a lot of networking events sometimes they end and people go away and they're happy. What happened in this one was that it ended, I think, about half nine and people were still there at about quarter to 11 having the crack. And that's actually what it's about. Um, so that was a fantastic event, and it really sparked my enthusiasm for wanting to do more. Yeah, I think the learnings I took of that, first of all, was get an enthusiastic team. Everybody that was involved in that event was bought in on the idea that you had. So you, what is my motivation was a great idea. So I, I, you've been very gracious, and you're talking about how I, I inspired you, but I might have been the inspiration, but you were the guy that came up with the ideas, yeah. came up with the speakers, got yeah. the venue. You, you did the work. It was your event. Um, absolutely. The, the James Price stamp on it, and that stamp of quality. Um, so there's a couple of things that I took away from it. The first one is um, the good team. You know, we yeah. had we had people that were engaged from the start. So there was it wasn't that we just all turned up on the night and it happened. One thing actually to mention, and just to, to touch on that, is that the event didn't start at 7 o'clock that night. It was like a week and a half beforehand. That's right. That's right. I get what you're saying. And that was very, very good. That was a great learning. Yeah. Where we actually on Facebook Lives, we had interviews with, with each other and the speakers. We were putting up posts with, with common themes and interesting themes a week and a half before on the wall and really, really building up. So that was a good, a good learning. Sorry, Martin. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's, and that's a very good point I'd forgotten. An event isn't just about the couple of hours that people are there. The event, if it's going to be successful, is the build up to it. And the aftermath of it afterwards, mm. and we, we did that very well. So the conversations that we had, the, the pictures, the profiles, the live interviews yeah. that we had with yeah, people, yeah. built up so that people, when they were coming along, almost knew each other before they got there. I felt completely. Second thing is the venue is important. You oh know? yeah, yeah. So that was an excellent venue for that event. The room was full. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like there was five hundred people in the room or a room that could fit 500 people with 50 people in it. There was 50 or 60 people. The room was full, but it was still comfortable. And you had a feeling that you were at something when you got there that night because it was a nice spot. And you could go and get a drink or a coffee or wherever it was beforehand mm -hmm. and actually sit and chat to people or stand and chat to people. Mm -hmm. It was a very natural place to actually network in. Yeah. Um, there was a nice ambience about the place. So that was the second thing. The third thing was in relation to the speakers. 
So there was a variety of speakers that spoke in a variety of ways, but none of them spoke for very long. So the, the maximum segment was about 15 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes with a big gap in the middle. So you had two speakers, a gap, and then two speakers. What that meant was that every speaker stayed interesting the whole night. Mm -hmm. Nobody, there was none of the um, talks, well, there was never a time during any of the talks I was sitting looking at my watch or checking nope, the nope. iPhone or, or anything like that because the, speak, the talkers spoke long enough to be engaging but not too long that you were starting to lose, lose um, uh, interest of what was going on. Yeah. And then it was the what you did afterwards and I suppose what the team did afterwards as well. We actively went out and we engaged with the people that were there. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we were, uh, you were introducing people to each other, you were getting the pictures taken, you know, you were... I had my secret weapon there. Oh, you yeah. I had my secret weapon, who's my father. He's and the, 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 the opening line that I, that I, whenever I introduced the event, was, this is a networking event. And if you talk to no one else, you have to talk to one person, that's my dad. And my dad is a, is a talker, a natural networker, such a talker. I actually got the event really up and running in terms of, of attracting people. So there was that buzz, mm -hmm. and, and it continued on. I think the weather, the weather in a way didn't take away, because you would think, oh, really hot night, people wouldn't come. But you had actually added to it because, you know, you could have a drink after it and really, really let your hair down. Mm -hmm. So it was great from that perspective. Yeah, it was lovely to see your dad, and then there was people there from your work as well. Oh, there was, yeah, there was a good few yeah, people. So there was, it was, it was a nice mixture. There was people we didn't know, there was people that we didn't know. A great mixture on the night. And then I'm going to be selfish and I'm going mm. to talk about the benefit that I got from it. So yeah. there was two things, two really good things. Apart from having a really enjoyable night, I'm not, not pointing that as one of the two things. Apart from the fact that, you know, give me experience with standing up and doing public speaking. Well, that, was the, that was the challenge I gave you because yeah. you very, very kindly gave me the idea. And my retort back to that was when you were going to speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really like that public speaking stuff. But, you know, I actually ended up enjoying it. It broke you out of your comfort zone with that, didn't it? Yeah, it absolutely did. It got me up there and out there, and it's incredibly valuable. And I'm going to get on to why that is in an hour. So there was a young lady there called Susanna Hall, fantastic young woman. She's got um, a great um, marketing business. And Susanna heard me speak, and she recommended me to an organization that she was working with. I might just say Brentos or something so um, called Fleet Financial. And Fleet Financial were holding an event in the George Best Suite at Windsor Park Stadium. It was a pretty fancy event. It was the inaugural event of the Knowledge Network. And they invited me down to speak at the event. So effectively, talk about presidency dinners. And Michelle and I both went down. It was a wonderful afternoon. They, they got a really good crowd in a full cross-section of business. And I got to meet two guys in particular. Well, I met lots of people, but two guys in particular while I was there. Ross Moffat, who works with Fleet Financial, and Kevin Young. And both Ross and Kevin, when shortly after that, Michelle and I decided to have a 10th anniversary party, along with you, James, mm -hmm. Alison McMullen, Joe Rourke, Alan Maben, um, Andy Jarvis, Kyle Golly. I'm not forgetting anybody here, am I? I don't think you are. I tell you what, it was the dream team. And Ross. And Ross. It was a dream team. Those guys came down... And they supported Michelle and I to put on an event called MM3, Micro Marketing Three Perspectives. And I'm not one to blow me on trumpet, but it's the best event I've ever been to after James's. It was. You had to say that there, didn't you? <laughs> that, that was coming for you. It was equally as good as James's. But it was, um, 
it was a great night. It was the best Gilchrist we've ever done that. That was excellent. It, it, it was because we had great speakers, okay, um, and told very interesting stories. We had a great venue down at the Arnold Baths. That was an amazing venue. And just sorry, that, but yeah. when you know what was very good about that is that you had to split into two. Mm. So the curtain in between, you had the natural networking space mm -hmm. with the food and yeah. the drink. Then you went and you had your, you know, the first round of talk back in the networking behind the curtain. I just thought that worked yeah. very well. Yeah. The place. And um, Alan, what he did was, so there was the four speakers and we had, and, but we had an excellent audience as well. And that's what makes an event like that. If you have friends in the audience, they're there to support you. You know, they're there to make the event work. You can't fail if you if everybody's there is on your side. That's I think there were about yeah. sixty people there, exactly. and they were they were all there with the right attitude and, and and in the right atmosphere. And we had a fantastic night. So that was great. The night was fantastic. But this is the final learning, I suppose, that I want to take away from these events in regard to bringing it all back to personal branding and podcasting, how you get your name out there, and how you get people to know who you are, find out where you're relevant. A guy came along called, there's two people, two people that did an important job that wasn't just in the event itself. Alan Maben from... Oh, that was brilliant, what he done. Yeah. From Alan in Belfast is his yes. blog. So he's like a, a theatrical and um, social and political blogger. Really nice guy. Alan Maben. Go and look him up. Alan set up all these iPhones and screens and devices. And basically what he did was he recorded and broadcast the whole event live. So it wasn't just the people who were in the room were able to see the event. And he did this. With phones. With phones. And laptops. It was absolutely amazing. Well, he did it voluntarily. He didn't. Yeah, he that, didn't, was, he that didn't, was great. Like, he would have paid two grand for what this guy did. At least it was, it was absolutely incredible. And it was really professionally and really well done. Go and look up um, the Gilchrist & Co. Facebook page and see the video. It should be along the top and see what, what Alan did. And the second thing that happened was that Neil Harson and Neil's a great guy. I've known Neil Harson for many years. He's he's a, he's a, a photographer, but he, he specialises in events photography and theatrical photography and conference photography. And he turned up with his cameras and he took a series of fantastic pictures. As a matter of fact, some of the speakers and people who have been there are actually using those pictures now as as their. Um, did I mention Kyle? Kyle Galloway. You did mention Kyle. Yeah. And um, they're using their profile pictures, and. Those, if you have that media, so if you're going to have an event, one of the learning lessons is, and you're looking to build a personal brand, invest in taking the time to get that sort of media because what that means is it makes that event, rather than being a one-off event, like it, when it's gone, it's gone, and two weeks later it's forgotten about, we still have all that content. I still have the main picture up on my uh, Facebook profile, well, you'll see it there, go and look. We still have that and a half our broadcast that we can take snippets from or show as a whole go and have a look at it it's very interesting and we still have all those pictures from the event and that means that you can continue to use that for to help people understand what you're about what it is you're trying to achieve and where you're going and you've done that today did i you did so we were chatting this afternoon about setting this event up and we were thinking right what picture and i didn't uh, there's a few pictures i had whatever I've got them saved in, in the, the, the depths of my of my laptop. But all of a sudden, Martin came up. It was the, one of the first pictures we took mm -hmm. on the introduction to what is my motivation event. And it was myself and Martin yeah. and Robert uh, Herdman. But you, you conveniently cut Robert out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robert. <laughs> so, but the, and that's what the cover picture is for this. So yeah, that, that, that really watches the silly picture. Very good. Very good. Okay, before we move on to the final part of the seat, I think we'll have to finish up. The last event was mine. Oh yes. In December. 
that's so I've done one called James Perry Presents um, Your Mental Makeup. Mm-hmm. And it was a great night too. Albeit it was the, night, the coldest night of the year. It was the first the first fall of the snow. And I had some brilliant speakers on that night. So the legend, Collie Graham. And Collie, now I nearly had a heart attack because my laptop gave up the ghost. And the, the PowerPoint slides went completely berserk. And Collie carried on the fight and carried it on. And he was, he was just a trooper. unbelievable. And I was running about, you know the swan, where you're gracious, but yet you're, I was going <laughs> berserk. I didn't know what was going on. But Collie just kept on going, kept on going. Nobody, it was, it was seamless. Um, uh, Sean Connolly as well, mm-hmm. who just is an absolute guru, Sean. is fantastic. Um, I had Claire Stewart, who was talking all about how she can mix up um, business and pleasure and, and her day-to-day life. Um, as an accountant as well, as a business person. Sure, mom. Yes. Yeah. So she's, she's a really wonderful lovely girl. Lovely girl. Um, Simon Johnson. And um, Simon is a financial planner and he was talking about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And then we had Victoria Armstrong, who's a TV presenter. And she was talking about the connection between the heart and the mind and all that sort of stuff. So it was really looking at different aspects of mindset and how that impacts you personally, professionally, business and, and other aspects of your life. And it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned lots from that mm-hmm. in terms of improving my next event mm-hmm. and the next couple of events. See, I think with every event, you're going to get something really right and you're going to get some stuff wrong and you, they're both learning oh, things. So you, you, you enhance what you did right and you, you, you fix what you did wrong. So that was the events for, for 2017. Okay. I think what we'll do now, and we're coming towards the end of our little presentation tonight, all good things must come to an end. But I think what we'll do is we'll look at what we're planning to do in relation to developing these personal brands mm. for the future. But before we go and do this, I think we'll go back and we'll, we'll say hello to some of the people that have been kind enough and good enough to join us. One fellow I had a fantastic cup of coffee with um, this week, young Adam Moore, who's a superstar. Yes, he, Adam's a good guy. He's Great fellow. Some, he's done some, for such a young man, he's done a lot. Oh, big time. And sorry, just Edmund Carl, I had a Zoom call with. Early on in the week, had a fantastic chat with Edmund, learning about different bits and pieces um, with integrating certain elements of your thinking and stuff. It was great. It was a great chat, Edmund. Now, everybody who's watching, um, really, what we want you to do, if you want to do us a big favor, is get a couple of questions on there because that's what really makes engagement valuable. So you know who you are. Patrick, who's just joined us, if you've got a question, you know what, even if you don't have a question, make one up. <laughs> Google it. Google a question. Google, Google something, and then if we get it wrong, you can correct us. Uh, we're not good. Um, Edmund, um, Mark. Um, Mark Cannon. How are you? Um, Mary Jane. Mary Jane, if you don't ask a question, I'll be very disappointed. So we've got a good I was with Mary Jane yesterday. Oh, yes. Yeah, tell us about Mary Jane's birthday. Yes, so this was the Dent Patrick Connects group, which is um, a mini sort of Bismarck group in, in Dent Patrick. And there was a crowd of us yesterday, and it really was. It, it went as some networking events go, where it just becomes really good chat with really good people. Mm-hmm. But the middle section of it was we're talking about, right, is there some sort of event that we could run together in, in Dent Patrick and the surrounding areas? So, no, that was a really good chat for a couple of hours, and it was great. I was just actually. Okay, <laughs> Mary Jane's asked the question. What was the first question, Martin? <laughs> Mary, that's not a oh, proper question. Alina, Alina, how are you doing? Alina Balmos, who has written a great book, and I believe, Alina, you were doing a bit of a few readings from your book this week. So I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, 
So really, really well done. Yeah, brilliant, yeah brilliant congrats, no, how could we forget about Jamie? Like, of course we haven't. Okay, so guys, seriously, get start asking questions, or else um, we'll have to finish off to give you the answer. Okay. So we are we are looking out for these. We do see the stuff coming through. So please, 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 please do ask questions. So we're going to move on to the the, the um, final section of this evening of our little chat. Yes. Because you still have to get home tonight. Yeah, I'm going for a feed first. Are you? Oh yeah, I'm starving. Oh, where are you going? I don't know. I'll go somewhere. Are you all coming? Well, I'll go. I'll go with James. It's on James. It's Dude. between. It's a toss up between Bubba King and Butterburger. You should have told me. I'm trying to think. Am I hungry enough to go to one? As if I needed it the minute, for God's sake. No. Right, anyway. right, okay, right. We'll move on. Right, we'll move on. So now we're looking into the future. We're looking into the future, and we're building upon all the stuff that we have um, um, done in the past. So this year, I think, in the last six months, definitely, and it seems to be picking up momentum. This this sense of building brand, building profile, getting our names out here, using so tools like you, this. You you've seen this longer than me, much longer than me. Is that what you're feeling? So you do how you've always had your finger in the pulse for a considerably longer period of time than me. So if you feel that, there must be something really happening. Well, there's it's there's it's different now. So when I did the Social Media Association for Business six years or six or seven years ago, you created a Facebook page, you got twenty people to join you, you put on one post, and fifty thousand people see that post. You know, that's how yeah. things were then. Yeah, okay. it's definitely not But what actually right. happened was all that engagement came from strangers. So there was an awful lot of engagement from strangers. Okay. Yeah. Now, in my business, engagement from strangers doesn't really help. You know, I'm not really looking for clients in Texas or South Africa or even England. I need clients within 20 miles of where I am. And what I'm finding now is that this sort of activity, where it's not just me sitting talking by myself or creating something, but where I'm joining with you or Barry Phillips or Adam Moore or um, I see um, Rod um, is on there tonight. I met Rod yesterday. How you doing, Rod? Um, and what we're finding, all of us are finding together, is that when we collaborate to do something for mutual benefit, the story that we're telling becomes more meaningful yeah. and the results from that story become more valuable. I think that's what's happening now. And do you know what actually happens? I'll give you a quick example of that. Of how this, you can even say it's paying forward. So you're putting yourself forward as a personal brand to help others. And that will actually come back to you. Mm -hmm. So the example I gave you that was my trip to Cyprus three weeks ago. Oh yes, that was brilliant. So I had helped um, an accountancy student in Cyprus get through his last exam. And about two months ago, whenever I was doing a Facebook Live with the wonderful Ursula Mayers, if she's on. Hi, Ursula. Um, this guy, Pan Pantelis Spooley, contacted me on the live feed and went, check your email. Checked the email, and he had paid for a ticket to a public speaking course with an international um, business coach who I follow on LinkedIn, who is Cypriot, and he had paid for the public speaking course for me, and he said, if you can actually get out, pay the flights and accommodation, you're going to be my guest. Went and I was literally treated like a king. I was, I was treated unbelievably well and went and done the public speaking course and enjoyed Cyprus fantastically, all because that, you know, I helped him get him through his last exam. He's never forgot that. Mm -hmm. He's now a huge advocate for me and, you know, is the evangelist for me mm -hmm. and helps now my personal brand. So that's where you see and the, the value, come through. The value I seen coming out of that, even though I didn't know, like, the only reason I knew you were away, and the only reason I would have known about that before now, was the fact that you did 
the light was it alive or were reported was it reported or was no it? i done i done one snippet of the whole trip like a blog uh-huh. but then i also done a facebook live in that night on my learnings from the public speaking course. and that was incredible you could see that it was a good course because i was it came up in my feed that james is now talking i went on to see what you were doing and the information you shared about public speaking mm. in particular mm. i found was incredibly useful yeah. and you could tell it wasn't just you know what's over your head you could tell that you'd been tutored or you'd been along yeah, it was, it was a fantastically um engaging sort of day where it wasn't boring in the slightest you were up and getting active and stuff like that and it is something you, i might actually roll out here yes potentially yeah yeah, yeah. so um moving on to the future of of things I, as a matter of fact we would have another wee look to see who's in before we move on because they're pretty sure it will come towards the end stephanie mckendrick how are you doing stephanie Steph- and john francis murray who's in, who was in across our school with me how are you is that right it was indeed yeah. um that's my introduction to the club um mark Kavanagh um was here and he was assigned something i'm sorry guys i have i've, I've frozen my screen so all the requests that <laughs> you popped up i'll try and get it fixed with well, we'll move on to the next week. So we're moving on to the future here. What is we're going to be moving forward? Well, in my immediate future, on Monday, um, we're having an event down in Loft. Loft space. Loft space. You might Max. see me popping along. You might you never know. Whenever you see me, you might see it at the end of that. At 12 o'clock, um, myself, Lisa Murphy, and Ryan Farr are hosting what's called Five Chairs. And essentially what Five Chairs is that we get five other business people to sit around the table and we have a structured meeting a structured meeting effectively means that you know what the questions are going to be before you are before you are so the first question might be who are you and what do you do second question might be how can you help the local growing club third question might be what help are you willing to offer and so forth and what you do is you get two minutes to answer each question and work your way around what we've found in the past is it's an incredible way for people to get to know each other and the reason for the structure is this some people like me are very quiet and would never speak up <laughs> if, unless given the opportunity or, or there might be other that's definitely, definitely pausing the speaking there. yeah absolutely and uh, but you know what i mean there, there are people that are quieter and there are people that are more confident and to so give the quiet people as much chance to speak as the people that would be more confident and there's real value in that because what you find that you tend to find is it's the quiet people actually makes the problem and it was actually as a result of a precursor to a five church meeting that we ended up doing the whole thing with um, what is your motivation? Yes, that, that, that's what it all came down. Yes. So we'll be doing that on um, Monday down at Loft Space. And then you're doing it early next week. Well, I'm, I'm meeting Lisa actually um, after yours. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. Sort of chatting about a crack. Oh, very good. Um, what's happening with me? This is going to be a later. So one thing that's very exciting for me at the moment is Elevated Accounting Tuition that is launched. Um, if anybody knows of anyone who is doing their ACCA professional level exams, check out elevatetuition.co.uk. Our courses are now live, so I'm getting my tutor team up and running. And that's going to be exciting now in the next uh, in the next month or so. That's a shameless plug. Sorry, Martin. No, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, hard businesses after all. What what I will be doing in the next probably early May um, is a concept. That I just made up about two weeks ago after me and you had a cup of coffee. I just um now the title is roughly called Clash of the Titans. I've forgotten about roughly that. at the minute, and it's really just the whole concept is in here. Yeah. And what I'm gonna try and do is to get some real notable people within the local business world 
and do I'd be facilitating in terms of answering the questions. So putting a question out to the panel and it'll be personal, it'll be philosophical, it'll be business orientated uh, and the guys will debate that out and have it out. Then it'll be taken into the crowd and questions asked from the audience. There's going to be an audience? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's going to be an audience, yeah. I've really got this. Like, here. It's going to be brilliant. And uh, you, 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 even, you won't even believe I'm thinking having it. Yeah. Right, okay. So I'm starting to get worried. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where my concept of that is going to come from. So watch out for Clash of the Titans, something along those lines, hopefully in early May. Yeah. Well, on Monday night, so after the five shower thing, unfortunately Lisa and Ryan are staying in town for a long time. I, I'll be driving up to Rap Round and collecting the very lovely Rod and his wife. And Rod is very much into film. He, he knows yes. he's, he's a film yes. director, film producer, actor. He's all into that sort of film thing. And Rod has very kindly volunteered to create a 90-second um, promo effect, uh, in effect, for Five Church. Excellent. And what we're going to do is we're going to have five people join us. Five Church, five people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be myself, Lisa Murphy, Ryan Farron, Turan Metza. Yeah, oh, I know Turan, all right. Yep. And um, Carl Hughes, who is the marketing manager down at Cuba Republic. Republic Cuba. Okay. What do you call that place in Arthur Street? Yeah, it used to be convertible. Um, yes. Yeah, I can. I mean, you know where I'm talking. Cuba about. Revolution or Revolution to Cuba. Or revolution yes, yes. to Cuba. I'm, thank, I'm, thank goodness you're been, there. Yeah. I am so bad at names. Those five people are going to be making a, a properly produced film. It's going to be all about shot. It's not going to be like this. It's going to be proper. And uh, really looking forward to that Monday night. That, that should be a bit of a crack. Brilliant. Now, I'm going to throw a crazy one into the mix. This is non business related. Oh. Do you know where I'm going in six weeks' time? I do. Do you? Yeah. Where? Colloquium or somewhere. <laughs> That's next January. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> if Rob Hill from Falcon Outdoors is there, actually, that's what's happening in, in the next next couple of weeks. Oh, is the net You're doing it as the networking talk, networking um climb up to Sleep Donard, which is a taster for another event that myself and Rob Hill from Falcon Outdoors are going to run, which again is going to be April, May time, and that's going to be a track in the mornings, super and a sandwich in the Moor Lodge, um, a bit of a business talk with networking, and then ending with a meditation, so it's going to be like a networking day. That's going to be a brilliant day. That's oh, going to be brilliant, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to get that. Well, where am I going from mid-April, or from mid-April, yeah? I'm going to Jordan. I'm doing a cycling tour of Jordan. Right. Is that the volcano thing as well? No, the, no this is, I'm going to Petra in Jordan. Right, right okay. Um, which is going to be, so I'm really looking forward to that. Sorry, none of the business. Don't yeah. throw anything. And then finally this week on um, Thursday, I'm getting to meet up with Barry Phillips. And um, this is the Facebook Live you're doing? Yes. Excellent. So um, the, the, the prod podcast <laughs> that I was talking about earlier on. It's um, called Podcast Stars. Yes, <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm meeting up with Barry and Gavin Wall. We're heading down to Antrim to, to Barry's headquarters, and we're going to be doing a live Facebook broadcast, and we're going to be talking about the highlights of that whole podcasting, whole, whole podcasting thing, and, and hopefully give some insights into how it came about, why we got involved, how the day actually went when we were being interviewed, and what has come out of it afterwards. And guys. This is a call to action. This is important. This is the whole reason for doing this tonight. I obviously wanted to meet James, but there, there was an alternative reason. Gavin Wall, 
has already got six hundred and seventy. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're gonna buy views, <laughs> <laughs> and I need news, guys. I need news, guys. To go onto my podcast and like it and share it, and, and do you know what? We'll have to beat him before Thursday because well, Gavin's watching. I bet if he's with you, I think he's quite wealthy. He can actually invest and actually. <laughs> you know, you know, do a Facebook you, you, post you, or something. You're appealing for views. He will buy views. Literally <laughs> buy them. Yeah, he'll, he'll, have he'll have a stuff. No, guys, get on there, like it, um, join in the conversation, become part of the fun. Do you know because do you know what business is? Business is about making money. It's the same when you're talking about small business. It's about so much more. It's about community. It's about building stuff together. It's about collaboration. It's about innovation. And you know what? It's about a bit of crack as well. Certainly. Life, life is all about a bit of crack. Well, I suppose um, we're only here for a short while, aren't we? So we're only here for. We need to have a bit of a bit of bit of bit of crack. Bit of crack as well. I think we'll finish up, James. That was a very week. philosophical end to that great discussion, Martin. It was, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. This is the fun bit now when me and James fiddle about trying to get everything turned off. I have broken the laptop <laughs> that might not turn off. Yeah, 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 I've made everything go big. Oh and, and, yeah, I know. We'll be we'll be here all night, guys. That's us. Thank you very much. We're going to uh, chalk off for now. The next time we're on, we might be from the van again. Goodness knows where we'll be, Martin. We'll end up somewhere like spring top of a volcano. Thanks everybody for joining us. It was lovely having you. Take care, folks. All the very, very best. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.